0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I'm Jake Sherman.
0: And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, December 20th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Democrats' new world, now that Senator Joe Manchin's a no on BBB. Number two, what's next? And number three, the latest DCCC fundraising numbers. All right, Jake, for anyone, myself included, who thought this week might be a little slower with Congress out, the uh, work of the year done, not so fast. Uh, um, Democrats are waking up to a new reality this morning, the Build Back Better Act, as currently constructed, is dead after Senator Joe Manchin delivered a bombshell on Fox News Sunday saying that he was done with it. I guess both shocking and predictable at the same time.
1: Yeah, you know, we spent a long time trying to square the circle of um, of uh, Manchin saying he's basically against every provision and his insistence, basically, or someone's insistence, who the hell knows who it is at this point, um, that he would vote for the legislation. And he's not he's not voting for it. He said he's done. He went on Fox News. It was a um, uh, interesting way to deliver this message, Anna. Um, I would say that it, it, you know for a democrat to go on fox news and say this is uh is a message in and of itself um so what can we say about mansion here i mean he you know this is this is if you listen to him um for the last six months five and a half months this is where it seemed like i mean i guess i was mistaken right because i i think we both thought and Brez thought, and we were told, frankly, that uh, Ma- that mansion would be for this bill, and he might even be for it before the end of the year. But clearly, he's not. I mean, clearly, this is um the culmination, basically, of of months of misgivings, and and the White House with some, I don't know, some um, um rosy views about where he would end up. And I mean, I, I guess we let's we could take this step by step. The White House is epically pissed off. Um, uh, you know, to a point that is, uh, uh, I would say justified and probably not healthy. They everyone should take a breath, but um, uh, you know, it's, they had it's to a respond. No, that's
0: the politics of this more than I mean. Yes, maybe people should take a breath, but like at the same time, the Biden administration has been pushing him. I mean, he they couldn't have not come up with a pretty scathing statement, don't you think?
1: There were some people in the Democratic leadership on Capitol Hill that were pretty pissed off at the White House statement because they're going to need Manchin on a lot more votes. Um, I think, listen, Manchin gets it. He understands why the White House is pissed off. He's been in politics for like 30 years and he understands he understands the way the game is played. But, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, one person is standing in the way of an entire agenda. And that's true. But that's the Senate. I mean, Manchin himself said this a while ago, um, you know, it, it, like I. Yeah, I, I it's, it's tough to kind of put it into words, but elect more people is what Manchin said. And there's something to that, right? There's something to the idea that he is a conservative Democrat who represents a uh, a state that is went for Donald Trump by 40 points. And and this is just what it looks like in that situation. I mean, so let's talk about Chuck Schumer for a second. He's pretty pissed off as well. <laughs> he sent out a dear colleague this morning, which we have in which he said, he's going to force a showdown over voting rights legislation and threatened to change the rules in the filibuster. Um, I, I would imagine um, not imagine Schumer said they're going to vote on the uh, revised version of the house passed build back better act and, um, and uh, he, they're gonna keep voting on it until they get something done which is uh, you know they're, they're, he's basically saying he's gonna he's going to dare people dare Mansion to vote against it of course for Mansion frankly, this is a very um, I would say this is a very good vote for him. he'd be happy to vote against it. it would be good it would be good politics for him back home.
0: Yeah I mean I think right what you have here is both the White House and Schumer you know kind of protecting their left flank progressives are very upset by this they basically were told by leadership by the White House you know past infrastructure we're going to get Manchin on BBB whether that was reality or not now we know what is true it, just- it was
1: idiotic and we, you and I said this we said this for months there was never a guarantee that Joe Manchin would be for this I mean he said it at the time he said at the time I've not committed to anything thing. And progressive Democrats, the few that voted against it were right. Like you, they gave up their only leverage point because they wanted to get something done. Their only leverage point was the infrastructure bill. That, that was it.
0: Let's move on to the number two thing, because that's actually what I think is the most important thing, which is like the now what, right? You know, this is the reality that is, is setting in, in democratic circles of where Manchin is, what that means for BBB, what that means for Joe Biden's uh, you know, kind of agenda. So let's go to the number two story of the morning for us, really laying out the path forward, the politics for Democratic leaders, you know, despite all of these angry missives. I mean, I think the real question is legislatively what happens next, right? Like there are provisions in the BBB. You could break it up, you could try to do a more of a, a limited version, you have this reconciliation package that could have a different, you know, it could be the vehicle for something else. You know, there's the child tax credit uh, which is going to expire under uh, the American Rescue Plan in 11 days. Uh, What happens with that? Is there a different, smaller kind of provision? And you really have started to see, I think, Democrats starting to, I think, particularly realists, such as Speaker Nancy Pelosi, hinting at what that might look like. Right. She did a Sunday night letter to her colleagues talking about prioritizing the most, quote unquote, critical provisions when crafting this legislation. So she mentions the child tax credit, family care, securing universal pre-K and child care, some of these things that you could see Manchin potentially get behind.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the, there's a couple different options, which you hinted at. There's this idea that they could create a bunch of vehicles under the reconciliation process, so they could revise their budget, create a bunch of vehicles, and pass a bunch of bills with a simple majority. That were would that would spark a um, that would spark a voterrama on every at every single step. A to revise the budget budget, and then B on all the different packages. You know, I, there's there's not there's a couple there's a bunch of options. None of them are good. I mean, they could find a scaled back version of this bill, but I, there's no guarantee that will get through the House or the Senate, frankly. Um, and then you'd basically be in the same place with Manchin as you are now, which is Manchin having veto power over everything, although there's really no way around that. Um so uh, there's a bunch of uh, American Rescue Plan provisions and CARES Act provisions that expire at the end of this year. Could you package those together in some way and try to get them through? Sure. Is there another COVID relief package that needs to get done? Um, I guess. Yes. The answer is probably yes. And and could they take those and, and package them and add child tax credit? But remember, Mansion's is against the child tax credit as currently constructed. So... You know, I don't know where that leaves them. I mean, that's the most important provision for most Democrats. And then we'd be remiss to mention SALT, the state and local tax deduction, which uh, was in the process of being fixed as part of this piece of legislation and now is is kind of who the hell knows where that ends up. I mean, without a big reconciliation package, they are not going to be able to fix SALT. And that's a problem for a lot of northeastern northeastern Democrats. Um, including Josh Gottheimer and uh, Tom Suozzi and a bunch of these folks who, who, in my view, took the wrong path here in, in allowing the infrastructure bill to pass without, um, without some sort of guarantee on BBB.
0: Yeah, it's, it's easy to say now when it's all blown up. I mean, I think it's it, in the of moment. Of course, I can understand. <laughs> I can of course, understand. it's easy. Under- and I, I think
1: it. I think it's the case. I mean, I can't think of a scenario. That this would have ended up differently. I mean, I mean, I don't saying, think
0: that that's fair. Come on. I don't think
1: that it's done. I don't think this is done by any stretch of the imagination. I think the large scale bill is done, right? I think the large scale bill, this big, several trillion dollar package, is done. Could they get a five hundred billion dollar package through or a six hundred billion dollar package through? <laughs> Maybe that could be
0: still a lot of money, man. Still, we we didn't always talk about things in the T of the trillions until kind of this new world order of COVID and relief packages and things like that. So I also want to talk though, Jake about the politics here. I mean, I think the thing that one thing that I think is going to be very interesting to watch. Right. So everyone's going to be watching Manchin and this conversation of does he become a Republican or not? Or probably more likely, could he become an independent, um, depending on how he's treated by his fellow Democrats? Maybe but the bigger thing here is what do i wonder and I, and i think is the real unknown here is well like well, to your point so there was a big loss for by moderates but you know for not getting some kind of you know um you know guarantee that their that their salt provision was going to get taken up. There's also this issue with with progressives. You know, what what do progressives do here? They don't have a lot of levers besides kind of the megaphone of railing against Manchin and Democrats. But, you know, does this just become a circular firing squad where you have progressives upset with Biden and, and the leadership? Can they get you know, coalesce around something. I think that's going to be something to watch too. that dynamic of some of these progressives like the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who didn't vote for the infrastructure package because they predicted exactly what happened, right? They said, we're not going to vote for this because the, it was not no longer twinned to the BBB. But, you know, besides making a lot of noise, is there much that they can do?
1: No. And, and I think it's ser- safe to say that they're not going to take Manchin's word for it um in the future uh I think that that much we could say so you know I I I don't know where they go from here I I would say this I think that they're going to have a really busy couple months <laughs> you know I think they're gonna have to do they have to figure out what they're gonna do here on Bbb or whatever remains of Bbb they have USICA, which is the big China bill they have You know, the bill to combat China, they have government funding February 18th, government shuts down and, you know, just a little bit less than two months. So a lot here, a lot here to consider um, for the first quarter of 2022. Um, All of it, we're going to be covering quite closely, I would say.
0: If anyone thought I was just going to pivot quickly to the midterms, I think what we have we are now guaranteed is that the first quarter of 2022 is going to be extremely busy on Capitol Hill, where we will be covering all of it. I do want to get to the last story, the number three story of the morning, The Money Game. We have some news this morning in Punchable News AM. The DCCC, the political arm of the House Democrats, has $12.6 million in November. That's a big number.
1: Yep, yeah, big number. Best off your November by more than $3.6 they say. They head into December debt-free with $73.8 on hand. Twenty-six million more than it had in November of 2019. That's a a pretty good, pretty good number. We'll see what the NRCC has. Uh, Obviously, D Triple C is going to need every dime that it that it has to to beat back Republicans. um, uh, Kind of not uh, not easy path, but easier path to the House majority.
0: All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Just a reminder, we are here all week, Monday through Friday, but then we are going to go dark. We are taking the last week of the year off from The Daily Punch. We appreciate your listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.